0: Welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. I am Brandon. And I'm Craig. And it is great to have you with us. We're going to do something a little bit different today. And we are going to um, premiere our pilot episode. We had a lot of people respond to us. You had a couple people yesterday.
1: Yeah, I had a couple people yesterday at church ask for it and actually uh, had an email from somebody I don't even know ask for it That's today. Great. So, That's great. Yeah, so here it is, the pilot, right? Here it is, the pilot. We talk a little bit about
0: everything. We talk about found, uh, fundamental Mm-hmm. And, and what it means to have a fundamental faith because that was the initial um, topic or the initial name for the podcast we were going to go with. But we changed it. We changed it. We talked a lot about coffee. We did. And a few other things. So we hope you enjoy this pilot episode. It's a little short, about 30 minutes, but here it is for your enjoyment. Hope you enjoy it. But yeah, your fundamental means forming a necessary base or core of central importance. And so when we talk about… You know, being a Christ follower. What are those fundamentals of of our faith? What are those fundamentals of living a Christ centered life? Um, Are we actually recording? Yeah, we're recording right now.
1: I just thought we were BSing each other right now. Well, we are, but
0: you know, (laughs) trying to get the.
1: Uh, yeah, the, uh, definitely, we jumped, we just jumped right into the hot topic, didn't we? we didn't, right. We didn't even like talk coffee or baseball, we just went right did. into the fundamentals. So. You want, you want to go back and talk <laughs> baseball? No, I mean, no, yeah, I agree with you. Read that, read that again, I like that. Forming a necessary base or
0: core, it's of central importance.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you think about the fundamentals or the fundamentals of following God, I mean, there is a, there's a foundation, there's a base that you have to, uh, you, you have to land on. Right. And if you don't if you don't put your feet firmly on that, uh, on that core, then your, your starting point's wrong. Right. So th- you have to begin, you always have to begin at a, at a, at a true source or you have to begin at the right spot. For sure. So like, God, the true source is his word. Baseball, here we go. You yep. ready? Here we yep. go. Baseball, you have to get back to what? You've, the fundamentals. You've got to get back to the fundamentals. And if, you know, if you look at any, since it's baseball season, you look at any team, if they, if they're not fundamentally sound, it doesn't matter how well they hit or pitch their fundamentals. I mean, that's the mental part of the game. Absolutely. Yeah. So that I, I, as I think about that in baseball, since, you know, I like baseball, um, and you think about that as walking in your Christian life, that is, that's kind of the same thing for me. Right. Right. So.
0: And I think that I thought about the exact same thing. But I think that as I've watched baseball over the past 8, 10, 12, 15 years. 50 for me. 50 for you. (laughs) I mean, I've watched baseball a lot longer, but I think that the more you go on and the more we hype up the home run ball and the more we hype up, you know, Mm -hmm. media has taken over. And these players are all about the show and the the hair flips for Bryce Harper or whoever. Oh, there Uh, you go. Ronald Acuna with his, you know. There you go. His – necklaces hanging down and all of that. But I've also seen them get away from the fundamentals because I I look and and you see a guy try to hit home runs every time up to bat, man, if I would have done Mm -hmm. that in little league or minor league or senior league baseball growing Mm up, I would have got my butt chewed. Right. But how, how often do you see that taking place in the church too, where we've gotten away from the fundamentals.
1: Oh yeah. Of what it means to be a true Christ, a disciple. Oh, one hundred percent. We get sidetracked on the other things of the the aspect of church or Christianity, and so that actually becomes the hair flip and the you know the chains and what it's going to look like on the next video game or right, right. whatever. So we get sidetracked on you know pick a pick anything, uh, doing so many things and spinning so many plates, and tradition becomes that, and so we lose the fact of. You know, the basic fundamental of what we need to be doing for God. And, you know, it's basically, you know, I said the word basically like nine times there, but you get back, you get back to what's the most important. You get back to the basics. Exactly. Basically, you're right. Basically. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I I think
0: that's where, where that kind of disconnect has come because we, we get off track, we get off focus and that's, you know, you, you look at that, you go back to that definition of fundamental, and you know, forming a necessary base or core, we we lose track of of Jesus. We we don't oh, yeah. make Jesus. You know, you, Paul tells us he's our what? He's our cornerstone. Cool. He's where we should build our foundation from. Oh.
1: Everything that we do should come from right. Jesus Christ. So yeah, and you know, and so you can apply that to a, the church body at large, which is good. But the church body at large is made up of what? Individuals, me, you, whoever else. So if I'm not getting that core foundation or that core, you know, of following God and getting the thing set straight, then me bringing that back to a body of believers is going to skewer the whole thing. So um, that's that's how important that is. And I'm not saying that we don't mess up with – You know, we all sin, we've all, you know, you know, what's the Bible say? We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. I mean, it is what it is. And, um, and I, I've, I've, the older I get, I've come to understand that's who I am, but it's the grace of God. So, but as I walk in God and that core takes over for me, um, it, it does set your pace differently. You, you are fundamentally sounded and grounded um better than if you're just kind of just rolling with whatever comes your way and right. getting sidetracked by that. So
0: Yeah, exactly. Sounded and grounded. Sounded and grounded. Maybe that should have been our podcast name.
1: You know, we could always change it. We haven't really started it yet. Sounded, Sounded, Sounded and grounded. grounded, and grounded. With Craig and Brandon. <laughs> you know, um uh, you know, you think about um just the the whole thing, you know, like we were talking about baseball. And, um, you know, you, you adapt when you go against a certain pitcher. So if it's a fastball pitcher, you kind of know what's coming. If it's a screwball pitcher, you know, it's it's a knuckleball. You, you, you have adapted yourself. So when you're fundamentally sound in baseball, you can adapt. Right. You can adapt well. And even if you play on certain fields where the ball moves slower, the ball goes quicker and not so much today as it was back in the day when you were playing on astroturf and the ball would scoot at, you know, 50 times faster than on grass. Right. And then you go to a place such as like, um, you know, Chicago Wrigley Field, which, all the players, if and I've talked to some, where you know if you talk to them, that they played in the fifties and the sixties. Sometimes there was gravel in the rocks. You right. have to adapt toward that infield. Yes, so you have to be fundamentally sound mm-hmm. to play that game. If not, it plays you right. Or the outfielders, where the the outfield
0: juts a different way in exactly. certain ballparks. You have to be prepared for right. that. Yeah, and I, I think to take it a step farther too is. You've got to be so prepared, and like as a batter, you were talking about that, right? Facing different pitchers, you know, you're playing a mind game. What What is the next pitch? Is he going to throw a right. an off speed pitch? Is it going to be a change up? Is it going to be a right. fastball? And and a lot of times nowadays, where they're guessing so much, where if they don't get that exact pitch, right, it's a strikeout, right, I mean, it's a strike every time.
1: I mean, I've learned, I've I've listened to some old players, like uh, you know. Uh, you know, played for the Braves, your buddy uh, Hank Aaron, and then you know Pete Rose, Johnny Bench. Um, I've heard Dusty Baker say that when they were playing, they they would always look for the fastball, but adapt, right? And because they could, as a, as a pro baseball player, I believe those players can adapt to that, absolutely. But if they're looking for a changeup and they get a fastball. They're going to get, that's why you see them standing there with the, right. bat, the bat on their it, shoulder it and they're moves. frozen in time. Right. You know, it's like, and I think that happens. I think that sometimes we get in our mind as a Christian, it's a certain way when God is calling us to be this way. So we kind of get, we get hit hard sometimes right. by life or, like even the last year, coronavirus or yep. whatever. And I've learned over the last year, not a lot of, there's a lot of Christians today who are not fund- fundamentally sound. Right. There's not that core because they really truly have been taking a fastball looking or a change up outside or a bad hop. And so this year has been all about that. Well,
0: now. and what happens, I think too, just like those batters, they, those batters become reactionary. Mm-hmm. They react to what is taking place there at right. the moment and I think we as Christ followers have sometimes done that as well where we react oh yeah In instead we should be prepared we should be ready we should be in our in our word every day I, for sure. I think for us here at RCC that's one of the biggest things that that I've enjoyed over the past year and a half now is you know we encouraged our people and and you know we did that along with them of being in the Bible every day, right. doing the Bible recap, reading through it
1: chronologically. Now, there's some stuff. That I did mine slower than else. You did yours a little slower, but you did. did it. You completed. I got it done like oh, three months later right. after everybody else. Yeah,
0: you know there's some there's some snooze parts in the Old Testament, or okay. there's sections where it's like these names are just driving me crazy. Yeah. But there's a lot to be learned in there, and there's a lot to. You know, it's like you, you want to kill the Israelites, but then you take a step back and you're like, but that's right. Me. I, I'm, I'm that Israelite. Then there's those awesome books like Leviticus and Judges. You're like, right. what in the
1: world just happened here? <laughs> oh man, we're in
0: Judges right now and it's like, that's some brutal stuff. <laughs> yeah, it but it's all, you know, the Bible is very clear about that. It's all right. useful for us. Right. And so when we're in the Bible, when we're praying every single day, when we're intentional about that, we're for not sure. reactionary, then oh, when something sure. does come up like a coronavirus, or the death of a loved one, or the loss of a job, or something even smaller than that, it doesn't put us back flat on our back because we're leaning into God. We we have that fundamental area of our life, that cornerstone right.
1: in Jesus Christ. Oh, one hundred percent. I can't think of where it's located, but where it's like come close to God, and He will come close to you. Yes. Um, I mean that you can't get any more core. Right, fundamental than that. Right, come close to God, and He's going to come close to you. I mean, yeah. how simple can that be? Yeah, and the first part of that is, you know, don't lean on your own understandings. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, w- my mind is blank. Where's that at?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Don't ask me. I'm, I'm terrible. Look, I can yeah. tell you what script—I can tell you scriptures. I can't tell you where they have come from.
1: Right. I um. I, I actually know that verse, but my mind just went blank.
0: I would say something, but then I'd be like in the wrong section of the Bible completely, and. Yeah. Sounds stupid.
1: We're looking at uh, James 4, 8. There it is. That's where we're looking at, James 4, 8. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts. I love that because literally, I mean, think about the uh, whole purification of your heart. Right. My goodness, because if you think about what God wants, he doesn't want my time. He doesn't want my talent. He doesn't want my money. He doesn't want me. You know, it's not really about my service. What's he want? He wants my heart. Exactly. And so now we're back to the core again. This is, this is as simplistic as it can possibly be right now with the, um, you know, God wanting my heart and then turning that over to him. Absolutely.
0: I was looking up the other one. I don't know that, that that was in the same spot that don't, Lean on your own understanding.
1: Well, I mean, it's nice, you know. Some, t- you know, we have the New International, we have the New Living Translation, right. New King James, and we got the Chenault version. The Chenault, I like that. Yeah, the B, the BSV, <laughs> the BSV. <laughs> I like that one even better. <laughs> exactly. So
0: let's uh let's talk for a minute um about this past weekend. Oh yeah, um, get into that because yeah. we, you know, we had we had a lot going on here at RCC. I know a lot of other people in different areas, you know. Mm-hmm. Of, of Our country had a lot going on as we celebrated Easter, as we celebrate yeah. what, you know, what God did through Jesus Christ. We saw a lot, you know, we, we've, we've actually been pretty consistent over the past month, month and a half, two months of mm-hmm. seeing more people come back to church yeah, and more good, six or eight wanting weeks to break. be here, um, where we've been, you know, our numbers have been good, mm-hmm. but it's not about numbers. You know, I've talked about no, that no, before, no. you know, people have genuinely wanted to be here. They have wanted to be in fellowship with other believers. Mm-hmm. They've wanted to worship, um, but we had a great Good Friday service. Oh, it was fabulous. Um, we then, Saturday, had a really good group of people go up and, and hand out some oh, yeah. some sweet treats, is what they called it. Oh, yeah. they, they handed out some treats and invited people to join us for worship. Like
1: 200 people they talked to, I yeah. heard, or something. Yeah, they like handed that.
0: out a lot of stuff. It was very successful, yeah. I, I hope. And, and, and our prayer is that people will, you know, even if they don't come to church, a seed will be planted. Exactly. That 100%. God will continue to water down the road. And then we um, had a wonderful. Easter
1: Sunday. Easter Sunday was fabulous. Yeah. It was just unbelievable to see the building buzzing like that. I mean, there was, the best I can say this, this is not a spiritual or a uh, biblical term, but... Maybe you, uh, would see it a different way, but it was almost like there was an electricity. Yes. In the hallway. It's like it was magnetic. I mean, it was alive. Yes, it was. That was was crazy. (laughs) Yeah. And it was just people talking in all pockets of the building. Everywhere I went, there were just people talking and uh, nobody really was going home. It was crazy. I think that just being together to worship was, um, you know, just, man, it was, it was phenomenal. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, standing in, um, Standing in the first service uh, Sunday and um, I had just got done speaking and um, you led into um, something about that name. Right. The voices coming over my shoulder – Just the that of that, just singing the words Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There's just something about that name. It took everything I had not to grab a tissue and cry. (laughs) And I, (laughs) I hate to cry in front of people, but that was magnetic. That was was just. I can't even imagine that wasn't even directed toward me. I can't imagine if that was directed toward me, like you know, worship to God. What that, what that would do for him, for sure. So, uh, but you're right. It was, it was just a great day. And And then to cap off both services with baptisms, three baptisms, three baptisms. Wow. Phenomenal. Good. Glory to God. Amen. Yep, right. Um, absolutely. That's, that's absolutely perfect. And then we've had, you know, over 120 some people watch online and they say, you know, times 2.3. So right. that's 280 or 90 people. And um, we had uh, an assisted living a resident assisted living place down in Kentucky with 60 people that watched just on one view. That's amazing. What's really amazing you know what's amazing? What's amazing? I'm going to tell you what's amazing is that there was, uh you know, this assisted living place, you know, the, like the average age is like 78 years old, but um, you've got some fans down there in Kentucky because... Uh, That's the, great. Th- yeah. Well, three of the... Uh, what I heard is a few of the women think that you're adorable and cute as a button, so... Well, there's that. There's that. There's <laughs> that. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. At any age, right? At any
0: age. That's right. Right. That's good. No, that's great that they that they gather together and, and watch that and worship together. And I know why they're watching. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but but seriously, what a great opportunity. You know, a year ago we weren't right. live streaming, and yeah. um, COVID pushed us out of our comfort zone.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, now you and I are sitting in my office in front of two microphones, talking back and forth with each other. That you know we don't know the reach that this is going to have. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody may be going through something mm-hmm. that. We may not talk about on this mm-hmm. episode, but we talk about it in a future episode, and it's going to oh, yeah. you know, save their relationship with God or save their relationship with their husband or their wife, or right. or you don't know what God's going to do through right. that. So that's, that's the exciting thing for me with our live stream and with this podcast and just the opportunities that we have to right. be able to continue to advance the gospel, to tell people about Jesus and the hope that they have in him.
1: And that's what it's all about. Yep if there's uh i mean that's that's it our our whole, our whole entire existence revolves around what Christ has done in the gospel of Christ and people understanding, um, there's a need that they have. And sometimes you don't understand that. Even yep. myself, sometimes I'm like, I have needs. And then finally I'm like, what am I doing? Right. Uh, I have to go right back to my knees and just repent of that and be like, I'm sorry that I've been doing this on my own. And exactly. And so that it happens so easily. And you know, and I always think if it happens so easily to us who are followers, my goodness! I mean, just imagine the burden and the weight you're carrying if you're not right so, absolutely but i um it's the gospel man that's what it's all about, and that that's that gets back to kind of where we're where we started with the fundamental uh it's that core. Yep. That's it. Yep. That's that's what we do. It's not about you know you know, I'm not saying these things are wrong. It's not about um classes and um giving and serving and vacation bible school and men's groups and women's groups and it literally is all about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Or right. what are we doing with that? Because all that other stuff is like the flipping of the hair and the flipping of the bat with a three run homer and yep. um because it's what's all the fun sure, right? yeah. what's the fundamental? Yeah. What's the fundamentals of what we're doing? So Exactly. This is good. This is good times right here. It is good time. Good time. We're seventeen minutes in. It doesn't seem like it's been that long. No, it actually doesn't. So uh, uh, there is one thing that um, that that I'm interested in um, that you might um, be able to help me. And we we uh, we both enjoy a really good cup of coffee. Yes. And I do enjoy my coffee. I do not drink as much coffee in the summer as I do in the winter time. I do. Yeah, I know you do. It's like I think with, with I've never really seen you cut yourself, but I'm always thinking that you know you're gonna <laughs> leak Maxwell House or something when you bleed or something, yeah, right? <laughs> Black Rifle Coffee. <call. laughs> but yeah, that was my thing. Um, um, where what's your what's what's going on with your coffee right now? Because I know that you like to you like to do certain. You've done you've changed it up a little bit since I've been here, and you change it up every now and then. And I kind of like uh, I kind of get into a groove, and I'm just there. I'm kind of like the old guy. It's like I like what I like, right? So you mentioned. I mentioned Maxwell House. Okay. And that used to be all I would
0: drink. Like, I've never been a big Folgers fan. Okay. I don't like, you know, the commercials say the best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. It's lies. I <laughs> I just, it's too bitter for me. Um, <laughs> and so I, I always used to drink mostly Maxwell House breakfast blend. Okay. I'm not a huge fan of the very strong, bittery taste of coffee. And so I like the smooth stuff. And then I started getting the whole beans from places okay. and there have been different places that I've, I've got whole beans from. I've picked some up from the coffee hall in Marysville that okay. they have from, um, hemisphere that they get their, their beans from and everything. Okay. I've picked some up at Walmart. I've got some on Amazon. I was drinking some San Francisco Bay coffee. It was, it was pretty good. And then I've had a bunch of friends. Over the past few months, that have been like, man, you've got to try Black Rifle Coffee. You've That's got another subject. Keep that. My, a bunch of friends. Anyway, okay. keep going. Quite a coffee. few friends. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but they told me you've got to try Black Rifle Coffee, okay. and um, so came across some on a website of a guy that I follow who's an archer. He's a hunter archer. Okay, and I ordered some of his coffee that Black Rifle made for him, and it was so smooth, and and it was the ground. It was already ground. So. I then was talked into getting on and, and getting the Black Rifle Coffee Club subscription. Huh. So I get two bags of coffee, whole bean coffee, delivered okay. t- to my door, free delivery every month. Um, I can choose whether I want one bag, two bags, four bags. Um, the more bags you order, the cheaper they are. So that's that's a good thing. They also have K-Cups. They also have K-Cups. Right. Yes, they do. Um, so you can get them in K-Cups. You can get them whole bean. You can get them pre ground ready to go. Um, but it is the, some of the smoothest coffee that I've ever had. And, um, so I'm right now, every, I have the app. And so about a week before they send out my shipment, I get a notification saying, Hey, this is going to be going out. Log in now to, to change your order. If you would like to, if not, it will stay the same. What they don't
1: realize is you needed that order a week ago.
0: Oh, well sometimes, right. right? Yeah. So I have to supplement Um, and for those of you listening, I do, I drink a pot of coffee a day, sometimes more, more, yeah, sometimes, sometimes more. more. Um, that's why I'm so short. I'm five, five and I think I'm shrinking actually. But, um, but so that's the neat thing right now is I'm trying the different, um, the different flavor profiles that they have. That's good. And, and I haven't met one I don't like. It's just smooth and, and really, really good. So,
1: yeah, I just, um. I, I, I do like coffee and I've landed, um, I've landed on Tim Hort. Now I'm a little different than you. I like my coffee just a hair stronger. Right. I don't like, uh, I don't like it weak. Now I will drink breakfast blend, but it's a little bit on the, um, it's a little too weak sometimes. But if I'm not drinking a lot of coffee, that's, I'll go for the breakfast blend. Right. Like in the wintertime, the more I drink, the more I want it stronger. For if, sure. That make it, yep. makes sense. Yeah. So, um, that's what you I,
0: drink yours though with creamer. I do drink it a little, you drink little cream
1: it strong with a little cream. Yes. I a lot of times will drink mine black. Yeah. So like if I go to Tim Hortons I usually order, you know, coffee um a couple creams and then a shot, a shot of, of espresso. espresso. Oh man, the shot of espresso just is, is it is the perfect gift of god. It's good. Literally. You talk about the fundamentals of the game. Right <laughs> <laughs> but no, I really like Tim Hortons uh coffee. Um I do like um there's a um Dunkin' Donut coffee is is supreme. Um, They I've never really had a bad cup of coffee, whether I've grounded or k-cupped it, or went to Dunkin' Donuts and had coffee. Absolutely, never had a bad cup of coffee. Um, Trying to think what else that um, I like. I don't like. um, You know, here's something I don't like. This is crazy cause um you would think like a place like uh, i hope, hope nobody's uh, listening that is actually on the front in the front office of this place but you would think bob evans would have awesome coffee mm-hmm. it is not great it, it, i yeah, just don't not. think it's great it's really it, it's almost like it's too watered down right it's like they have only put half the coffee that they need to in there. Cause you go in there and you think, oh, you're eating breakfast. You're going to have this coffee. And, and I'm always, re- I'm really disappointed with Bob Evans coffee. Yeah. And, um, and it's kind of the same way with Cracker Barrel. It's kind of a crapshoot with Cracker Barrel cause I can go in and have awesome coffee at Cracker Barrel. And the next time right. I go in, I'm like, what happened? What happened here? What is going on? Um, so those two places are an if, but, uh, one place I really just don't, um, like at all. And I don't care if anybody's going to be the same there. as me. And let's just say it together. Starbucks. Starbucks. So yeah, I cannot stand their coffee. Yeah. I don't like their, uh, I don't like their company. I don't like their logo. I don't yeah. like their, I don't like the way their coffee tastes. Right. I think it's bitter. I think it's, um, I don't know. It's just it's like drinking dirt.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I used to, I used to drink Starbucks a lot and then I can don't stand diet. behind their, their morals. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't, I don't really care for them as a company. Yeah and, yeah, and I agree that the taste is not as good. It's no. not. It's not near as smooth as my black rifle. Or um, I, I do like Tim Hortons as well.
1: Oh yeah, and the shot you of espresso yeah, is, you is really really
0: good too. <laughs> so and Duncan, I mean Duncan is great. That's a great cup of coffee. I, mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of McDonald's coffee. It's okay. it's kind of the opposite of your Bob Evans. For me, it's
1: got too much punch to it you got too much punch It got too much bite and see now i've had mcdonald's coffee and i don't mind it i think it's pretty good i get um, like four creams in it if i get it yeah yeah see i don't mind the cream i think um i I can drink like really strong coffee with uh, with some cream it kind of dilutes the um you know what do you the the potency of the of the coffee so sorry i was setting up no you're starting to slouch a little bit but um but yeah, I mean, that's always good. And I'm uh, I'm excited cuz um, you know, the weather's changing and um, well, oh, man, 80 tomorrow. So do you like iced coffee? Okay. So the, the thing about iced coffee is, yes, I do, but I never order it, okay? So like if somebody said, "Hey, I'm I'm bringing you an iced coffee." I'd be like, "Okay, awesome." And I would drink it and I'd be like, "I need to order this more often." Tim but Hortons I iced coffee,
0: vanilla iced coffee with like two creams in it. Is really good.
1: Now, do they also have a uh, other kind of coffee, like a cream, uh, like a caramel, or? Oh yeah. Okay, so my son-in-law like caramel law, macchiato. That's it. Yeah, my son-in-law Jonathan, which you know, yep. um, he goes through and he'll grab the. Uh, he, he does those. Yeah, so, they're yeah. they're
0: good too. Yeah, and sometimes the like the Richwood Bank has their like. Uh, what is it? The white chocolate snowbank? Oh, you know what? I've had that. It's really good too. Is that, is that up But one? I don't even, wouldn't even classify that as coffee. Now, you know what? Actually, that is good coffee there. It is good. Good I've coffee. i it it. for. Getting a notification that my disk space is almost full on my Uh-oh, computer, but that's we're not, not good. recording of that, so
1: we're good. Yeah, that's not good at all. So, um, as we, uh, was that Todd? That it was Todd. Yeah. Todd yeah. peeking in the, the window. Yeah, Todd. We we need to get him in here sometime. We will we will have Todd join the podcast because I mean the angels will sing when that happens. That's right. I mean literally. Yep. You, you will, wherever you're at listening, the sky will part and angels will start. singing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think it's as good as a as a first round run here. And I don't know that this will ever hit the air, but we will probably talk about a lot of this stuff um, again. And yeah, sounds good. Um, we'll. Uh, Put this out to some people and see what they think about the sound, the content. The I mean, maybe they just need to replace the two guys speaking
1: into the microphone, and it would be a whole lot better. I'm good with that too. So there you go. Yeah. We'll get Todd in here. Oh, then he can do it by himself. Perfect. So if you happen to send this out to um, anybody, and uh, one person in particular, um, Clint Matlack. Yeah, we can wish him a happy birthday tomorrow. Clint yeah. Matlack is going to be, is it 30 I think? Yeah, plus
0: 20. Plus 20? He's going to be yeah. the big 50 tomorrow. So, we hope that he has a great day.
1: Um absolutely. Uh, 50 is a good, uh, is, is a good, is a good turn of the century. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, it's good. He's, ha- or half a century, basically. You know, when, a... you,
0: when you're somebody like Clint turning 50, it's not that big of a deal. Cause, no, it really You isn't. know, you, you look at Clint and,
1: you, you don't think that he's 50. No, it's like a 50 year old body. Like it, there's like a 14 year old and a 50 year old body. Exactly. Or actually, should I say it's like a 14 year old who's turning 50 who's in a 60 year old body. There you go. There you go. <laughs> like so is he, is he technically going to be high risk? Oh yeah. He's always high risk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go eat lunch. It sounds good. So we're i are going to log off and All right, good job. Uh, I hope you have a great day. Yeah, you do. I'm going to go have some more coffee. Of course.